welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I am Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Marymount College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. In the next several podcasts, I would like to share my reflection on each of the six major themes of an Augustinian examine. I hope to be able to share with you how those emerge from the Augustinian tradition and the life and teachings of St. Augustine. In this podcast, I will reflect on the theme of journey. It does, in fact, seem very odd to me to reflect on the theme of journey when the world has come to a standstill and we are all stopped dead in our tracks on all of our respective journeys. But perhaps this is a very good time to think about where the journey we have been so intent on and invested so deeply in is taking us. Is it taking us to our true selves and our true home? Or is it distracting us, delaying us, and taking us to dead ends? Father Tom Martin, OSA, wrote in his book, Our Restless Heart, the Augustinian Tradition, that journey may be the foundational metaphor for the Augustinian tradition. Augustine came to understand that life in this world is a pilgrimage through this world to our eternal destination, and that how we travel through the world will have a very large impact on how we will experience eternity. But it was very clear to Augustine that this world is the road and not the destination. His own experience of traveling in search of the happiness he believed would bring him fulfillment in this life taught him that there is no destination this side of eternity that will bring that fulfillment. He learned this as he traveled from his home town of Tagast to Carthage for his education, to Rome for his career, and to Milan and to the apex of the world's power in the court of the Roman Emperor. Before he was 30 years old, Augustine had traveled many miles and had achieved or was close to achieving every one of his goals. He was famous, he was popular, he was powerful and influential, and his planned marriage would bring wealth. Having reached what he thought was the ultimate destination for his ambitions, he found himself empty, exhausted, depressed, and hungering for so much more. And so I take from this that the most important aspect in reflecting on our own journey through life is to pay attention to our destination. Where do we think we are going? And will whatever we have set as our destination bring us the satisfaction and fulfillment that we hope for? And is our intended destination truly worthy of the efforts we will make to get there? Think about goals you have set and achieved so far. Degrees completed, jobs secured, love found, families started and raised, promotions earned, awards won, honors bestowed, games and championships won. Think of your bucket lists and any hopes and dreams you have that are either realistic or fantastic. What is it like to reach any of those destinations? It feels great, of course. The hard work, the sacrifice, and the anticipation are all worth it. The celebration of such accomplishments 
are moments to relish. But isn't it the case that whatever goal we have achieved, whatever destination we have reached, whatever finish line we have crossed, leaves us soon ready for whatever is next? Here we encounter that famous Augustinian restlessness, unquiet, dissatisfaction, even with what is so satisfying. Whatever destinations we reach this side of eternity, leave us restless for that rest that beckons us. A very important point in the Augustinian understanding of our journey through this life is that the value of each of these temporary and fleeting destinations is how well they direct us toward and leave us longing with hunger and thirst and great anticipation for our true, final, and lasting destination. Our journey will go astray and we will get very, very lost when it, instead of each of our steps along the way preparing us for eternal life, we set our goals and eyes on something far less and make it into a false god that will never last. But if each destination, in fact, each step along our way through this life fills us with greater desire to live fully and forever in the loving embrace of our Creator, then we know we are on the right road. The second and equally important point in the Augustinian understanding of journey is that we are not meant to walk it alone, but in fact we are all on this journey together. Each of our companions, no matter how close or distant from us they may be, is essential to the success of the journey, and we are essential to the success of their journeys. This Augustinian pilgrimage is not a race where the first one to finish wins, but it is rather an invitation to communion and sharing. Our companions all matter, but none of them are the destination, no matter how deeply we love and cherish them. Augustine was a person who valued relationships immensely. He loved passionately. His friendships were intense and long-lasting. But he learned, probably through the very significant losses in his life, such as his father, his mother, his longtime mistress and lover, his son, that as precious as the companions we have for our journey are, we do not get to keep them, and we may have to let them come and go. Augustine acknowledged that one of the great mistakes of both his inner and outer life was confusing God's gifts with the giver of those gifts, God, him, and herself. He had to learn to allow God's gifts, and especially the people he loved, to not be his destination in and of themselves, but to lead him through loving them, to love itself. So we might ask ourselves as we think about the journey that we are currently on, and notice and appreciate those with whom we share this journey. How are we being led by them to desire eternity and our true home? How do they invite us to long for what will last forever? And how are we inviting our companions, our spouses and partners, our children and parents, our siblings, our friends, our neighbors, our co-workers, our enemies, and all the strangers, not to settle for destinations that will be short of the ultimate goal? 
third important notion in the Augustinian idea of life as a pilgrimage is that the experiences we have as we walk through life are meant to train us for eternity. We need to be ready for that embrace of our Creator, and life will do that for us if we let it. The other five themes in the examine are a kind of map for what a person ready for eternity will be like. Grateful, humble, compassionate, generous, and loving. Each step and stop along our way are filled with invitations to those five states of being, as well as the temptations to be entitled, arrogant, cold-hearted, selfish, and invested in things that are so much less than love itself. Our progress in our journey through this life to our final home is measured by our progress in gratitude, humility, compassion, generosity, and rightly ordered love. In the City of God, Augustine wrote about the difference between those who get that we are on a journey through this world toward our eternal home and those who prefer to see this world as worth their ultimate investment and how they each sees the role of God in their lives, as well as the material world. He writes, The good use the things of this world in order to enjoy God. The evil use God in order to enjoy the things of this world. In other words, Augustine affirms the goodness of everything in the world as a gift from God, containing an invitation to seek and find the giver of that gift rather than thinking that the gift itself is all there is. On the other hand, he chastises those who believe that it is God's job to make our journey easy, profitable, enjoyable, and successful, and therefore behave as if we are entitled to the pleasures of this life, as though they were that for which we were created. How we look at and understand God and God's role in our life will have an enormous impact on how we travel through life. If we believe that God is supposed to work for us, we will want God to support our efforts and plans, to provide for us whatever we think we need for our happiness. And when God fails to do this, we may become bitter and angry and turn away from our God and from our true destination and from our true home. However, when we understand in faith that we are just passing through all the experience of this life and this world on the way to God, we just may allow our experiences, good and bad, painful and pleasurable, to lead us and show us the way to God. The same is true of Augustine's understanding of all, all of creation. It is all very good, and there is nothing and no one that God created that is evil or worthless. But nothing created is God. Instead, all creatures and all of creation and nature have a role to play in leading us on our journey through this life and toward our final and forever home. And so it is important that as we travel, we are aware of how we are using the things of this world and all of the experiences we are having in it. Are we allowing them to lead us to our destiny of the enjoyment of our and their creator? Or we are, do we somehow think that our Creator has made our enjoyment of them our ultimate destiny? Augustine saw life as a pilgrimage 
meant to transform us into people who hunger for food that will fortify us, for drink that will refresh and strengthen us, through experiences that humble us and invite us to gratitude, compassion, and generosity. Life is meant to be the great school where we learn to truly love what is truly lovable and worthy of our love. And so how we allow this journey to teach us its lessons is how life prepares us for the fullness of life. And we are all on this journey together. So let us travel well together, helping, encouraging, and leading each other on the steps that will bring us all home at last.